Summer Breakfast with Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell. Yes, hello everybody. Welcome one and all and great to have your company on Summer Breakfast. Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell. It is the 13th day of December, a Wednesday morning. The McCafe menu first up. Damien Fleming, the biologist. Uh, we are on the eve of the first test against Pakistan in Perth, and the SEN Test cricket expert Flem will join us. Brenton Sanders, an AFL Nation expert as well. Just thought we'd get the views of a former and current coach, even um, at a at a grassroots level, on what you know. No contact training could look like. Is it possible? Everything around concussion. Talgy's going to be great. The the pizza shop. The pizza maker that turned Greyhound trainer turned potentially Phoenix winner this weekend. A shot at the $1 million purse for Talji. Questions that notice as well. There's a lot to get to. Simon O'Donnell is here. Scoob, Morning. welcome to you. Yeah, good to be here. Good to be here. You've got one of those, um, you know, I've known you long enough now. You've got sort of a funny look this morning. Oh. Yeah, there's something bothering you. <laughs> I've got a couple of, well... I've got a couple of issues. What's happened? I've got a couple of handyman issues that, oh, that might shock see, you. That's the look. I, I needed, I, I, was, I was searching yeah. for the headline of the look you gave the me this morning. The confused look. And the handyman issues is perfect. Perfect. Yeah, the, don't you hate it when appliances uh, either break down or they're on the, but no one like, it's like restumping your house. Things you hate to spend money on. And the washing machine looks like it's stuffed. Just out of nowhere. Got it on the spin cycle, and it sounds like a 747 dragging the QE2's anchor. It is making a racket that you surprised you didn't hear from your house. Yeah, but it's just suddenly decided. So I've run it without any uh, clothes in it, and it, it seems to hold up. But as soon as there's a load in there, that the, I don't know if it's the belt or whatever it is, but it is making an, an awful noise. So I'm going to have to go and get someone in, and then who do you get, and what's the call oh, out? And you haven't tried to be there. Oh, no, no, no. Man's got a... I mean, I I had a look to see if there's anything rattling around in there. Had a look to see if anything was stuck. Had a look in the seal. There's nothing. So it's something internal. And it just gives you the irrits, doesn't it, when Mm. your appliances are on the blink. So what do you do in that situation? You just call a... a I guess you just call someone and take the plunge, don't you? Do you check the Google reviews or what do you do? You just dive straight on in and try to get someone out or where do you go about it? Well, it depends... Ready for a newie? How about well, the, just put the better it half, out in the hard the rubbish better, and get a new one in? The better half has already suggested that it's time to upgrade. Oh. So hang on. Hang on. How much is this thing going to cost to fix? Oh. Hopefully just a couple of hundred, not a thousand. How much is a new washing machine these days? Oh, I don't know. Washer dryer, I think. But how long have you had it? No, a while. It's not a hand-me-down. No, it was a brand new. Your parents or anything? It was a Bosch washing machine, front loader. Yeah, we've had it for a while, but it's been running fine. Ten years? Yeah, I reckon a bit less. Oh, mate. Get rid of it. Another one. So you've been running on... It's cost you... Chuck it to the tip, mate. 200 a year to run your washing machine. You might as well. If they're worth two. I don't know what a washing machine is, but I'll look it up. Okay, look at the Herald Sun here in Fairing, and they wouldn't survive if it wasn't for Harvey Norman. So now I've got another issue. Seen. I've got another issue as well, oh, though. No. And you're better. You're better oh, equipped. No. You're better equipped to answer this one. Oh, no. <laughs> so the time had come yesterday with a period of you know dry weather finally to to give the turf you its first ride, no. its mow its first mow, right? So I thought I'd give the turf its <laughs> first mow. You know, del- setting is critical. You don't want to um, don't want to scalp it. Low, no. Don't want to scalp the no. thing. Look after it. Just a gentle mode, just a clipping to foster some more growth, right? Now, now, I did have a petrol lawnmower, but I got rid of it because, you know, 
uh, we were moving and the, the house we were moving into didn't have any lawn. We were renovating the other one. And we came back into the renovated house and there was no lawn, as you often What happened to fuel? Yes. So I went and got just quickly uh, a year and a half ago one of those handheld jobs from Bunnings, the Saxon little tiny $60 job that you just manually push. Anyway, I've got it out of the, I've got it out of the shed. It hasn't been pushed for a good year. And the thing's basically seized up. And on the first push, what do you know? I've bloody scalped a section of the turf. I'm like, right, this freaking fucking thing. So I've fiddled with the bolts, tried to get it up, tried to lube it. No, no good. You know what I, you know what I did? I did it by hand. <laughs> I got out with the shears and did the turf by hand. That's how desperate I was to get it cut. So the time's probably come as well, Scoob, to go out and get... I mean, I'm open to an electric mower. What are your thoughts on those? Just a little electric. Just go and get a mower that <laughs> takes petrol and a spark plug. <laughs> oh, and no. you can and that's what I had. And it has some actual metal in it that you can set its height and it's reliable and you use it your, once a month and you mow your lawn pristinely. At, at the height you want to do it. What are electric mowers like? Are they any Get good? a new washing machine, front end loader. Uh, people are saying just buy a new one. That's from the Tim. front for hard rubbish, put the new one in. If it can be pick, fixed perfectly fine, why wouldn't you just fix it? Why do you have to throw yeah, it out for landfill for 10 years and get a new one? Oh, that's everything okay. that's wrong. And your petrol mowers. I mean, are you oh, doing anything yeah. for for the next generation, Scoop? With your two... Your <sighs> front end, of- nine <laughs> kilo series, front, front loader, washing machine... Uh, five star energy rating does the lot. 1400. 1400. 1400. Yeah. Knock them down, you get a 12. <laughs> you probably get it 999. By the way, the open line today, 1399. The bloke coming out will cost you 300. Fix it another 300. For another 300, you've got a new one. Yeah, well, that, that could end up being the case, but I, I wouldn't mind exploring that first with your blessing. And we're hitting, we're hitting on some, some key philosophical differences between I, you and I this morning. <laughs> I find your handyman issues, the, the majority of your handyman issues are brought upon by yourself. Oh, hang on. What have I done to harm the front-loading washing machine? What, the mower. What, what are they, why would you get a mower that they used to use in 1924. <laughs> Seriously, what in the modern day, I don't care how green you are. It was small. You know, what you're no. doing for, for the ozone layer hole. I, why would you get a mower that they used to use back in 1923? Well, it wasn't only for environmental reasons. The simple fact is I'm not mowing 20 acres. I'm, I'm mowing less than 20 square metres. So it's not a big area. And I thought this would be fine. However... Hasn't stood the test of time at all. <laughs> so I thought uh, I might have to go out and get a proper mower again, which annoys me greatly. I'm just trying to do, just trying to, just common sense, Scoob. Anyway. Yeah, and you should get a really good dose of it. I reckon it's in about aisle four. And when you go up aisle four next time, just get the biggest bucket of common sense you possibly can. And you'll have a better life. Because you'll actually have some more time to spend doing Here things Here we go. that are worthwhile. I have a small lawn and the battery mower from Bunnings. Cheap one is excellent. That's all we need. Something to cut. I don't need a ride on. I don't need the world's fanciest mower. I just need something that's actually going to cut it's the blades that lawn. Absolutely <laughs> no, Came up well by hand, though. <laughs> Won't be doing it again. Mate, I was sweating bullets out here yesterday. It was so hot. <laughs> I'm See, dri- I don't know if I can go on. Seriously, I'm, no, I'm, I'm feeding them. I'm, I'm going to reconsider... 
Well, my dedication to this program each morning at 7 o'clock this morning, I may not return after 7. Sammy, over the last few weeks, one thing we have learned is that Scuba is a little stuck in the past. You don't say. Uh, battery operator mowers for small areas are perfectly okay. Thanks, Gouldie. Did Appreciate someone just your say blessing. I'm stuck in the past when your lawnmower was designed and manufactured <laughs> in 1923? You've got a... A washing machine that's 10 years old that's now just on the blink. Hey, hang on. There's nothing wrong with that until now. It's perfectly fine. It looks oh, modern. It's, it's going great. All things no, go fantastic. wrong with things, don't now they? Now it's knackered. Get another one. Get a new one. <laughs> and be... don't get one. Don't ring and say, you've got a second-hand washing machine for me. How old are it some? It was made in 1923. How old are some of your tractors and stuff that you're running? Uh, they'll they all go turned no over longer every... than 10 years. Are they all turned over in? My word, they are. Because you need reliability. When you turn her on in the morning, the cows have got to be fed. So you flick them before they go? My word. Really? And I only buy new. Well, look at you. And that don't don't anyone ring up and say, ah, oh, yeah, money and this. It's not money. It's, <laughs> it's common sense and logic. You want them to work because if they don't work, you don't get the productivity and you go, boom, out the back door. Oh, I got, got the got got the mechanic coming around with the tractor. He'll be two weeks, so you can't feed anything for two weeks. Jared, Sam being tight. Well, it wasn't about being tight. It was just about being practical. Oh, being part of it's been no, tight. No, not at yeah, all. It is actually part of it's being tight. Not at all. Yeah. I got no problem spending the money. Uh, get yeah. into him, Scoob. Buy the right mower the first time. <laughs> being tight sometimes costs more. <laughs> I can tell you, I'm not tight. I tell you what, I am a slight tight ass. <laughs> I'm not like Andy. Speaking of money. Oil four, mate. Get a big bucket of common sense. I think they come in 10, 5, and 2 kilo buckets. Speaking get of, a 10 kilo speaking one. Speaking of money, remember we spoke about what would have to be the richest contract in world sport this week, the Shohai Atani contract, the Japanese two-way baseball sensation. You're going to write to him to see if he'll buy you a new washing machine and mower? I'm going to ask him for a loaner. $1.06 billion was the contract he signed with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out that the world's craziest contract just got crazier. In fact, it might just be a big ruse. There have been whispers of this, but since confirmed, that he's actually agreed to defer $1.03 billion of the $1.06 billion. So it's a 10-year contract. He's going to be paid $3 million or thereabouts Australian only until 2034 when he will be 40. So... He will actually be the seventeenth, only the seventeenth highest-paid player at the Dodgers next season as a two-time MVP and a transformational figure. I'm not sure how this is allowed, Scoob, because he will then be paid $103 million a year until 2043, when he will be 50 years of age, or just about. How old is he now? There was 29 now, I think. So this is the move gives the Dodgers obviously more freedom to add to their roster. Now they're not anchored to Atani's contract. And the collective bargaining agreement that the MLB agreed earlier this year states that you, there's the deferred money is limitless. You can sign someone to an $8 billion deal and just pay the $7.5 billion 30 years away. Isn't that crazy? So for, for I guess, it's at the moment, the Dodgers are trying to fit into the, 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 the they call it the competitive balance tax, which sets a limit per club, $237 million. For 2024, they've got to get in and under that, and this helps them to do it. But they can pay this guy well and truly after he's quit the game, and it's all fine. I don't get it. They're paying him three million dollars a year until basically when he's 40, so he'd be retired by then, wouldn't he? But what's his risk factor in all of this? What happens if the Dodgers? No, it must be guaranteed. Must be guaranteed money. Must be. Must be guaranteed. Nothing in this world's guaranteed. No, well, the contract would be. The Americans love litigation. Well. 
That's that's the situation. So wow. 1.06 billion, he's only getting he's deferred 1.03 billion of it. Oh, dear me. Extraordinary. That is absolutely extraordinary. Yeah. Poor man pays so twice. So what would he pay? Out. What would he get? So his normal salary up until the is 40. Yeah, 3 million. Going to be 3 million Australian a year. Yes, thereabouts, which is not too shabby. No, no it's not it. shabby. And then he gets his then he then it bumps up to $103 million a year. So he'd be kicking back in retirement, I'd imagine, just getting a check from the Dodgers every year for $100 million and change. And I wonder if there's interest on what's outstanding for that period of time. I wonder if they charge, he charges interest. Yeah, I don't know how. Well, someone's saying here it's a tax dodge, California taxes go high. I'm not sure it's that at all because when he gets his $103 million a year, he's going to be taxed heavily on that as well. Someone do that. Yeah, but it's the MLB rules are just outrageous. So wow. the the limit it's limitless when it comes to deferring payments. So extraordinary yeah. contract. Hey, uh, gee whiz, I've got a rig of summer as well. Another nomination. We're gonna welcome. I'm bringing sexy back. We got to welcome Jake Kelly to the club at Essendon. Saw a photo. In fact, someone brought it to my attention on Twitter, and he is handballing in this photo. And the pipes have to be seen to be believed, Scoob. He's absolutely ripped and it sits very comfortably in our Rigs of Summer Hall of Fame, where the chairman, of course, is Bailey Smith. But they are coming for him hard this summer, Scoob. I can't believe how fit some of these guys are mm. coming back and the work that they've already done in the gymnasium. It's quite extraordinary, isn't it? You were asking about gym etiquette earlier on in our stint together this uh, off-season. I reckon they leave their towel on all the equipment. Oh. Just and they circle around. there all the time. And they're there all day. I've been blessed with this don't, body. Yes. Don't sleep. Yes. Uh, crunch iron. There's some Champions League action this morning too here, by the way. Now, score check, folks. Score check because uh, I know you don't like it when we bring you the scores without warning. So consider this warning. Yes. <laughs> Arsenal and PSV. I'll bring you that one. Uh, 75 minutes gone. Arsenal 1, PSV 1. And Lens and Sevilla, Lens leading that one 1-0, 76 minutes in. Man United are in action against Bayern. That's a big game, Scoob. 7 o'clock our time, the kickoff there. It amazes me each morning when we start talking about, you know, this guy, US baseball. Mm. The amount of knowledge our listeners have on all these other sports. It's it's quite extraordinary. Baseball, NFL, NBL, like, it's, it's amazing. Well, if Gary was here, he'd say it's the smartest family in radio. Smartest audience in radio. There's oh. something that's why I raised the front loading washing machine and plenty of people siding with you at the moment. We'll just, just go out just and get saying, a new one. Just wait for the boxing day sales. You'll get one for nine hundred. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it. The thing makes so much noise. You could probably hear it eight houses down. Oh. Bad luck. Na- it's not love thy neighbour, is it? <laughs> just uh, just do it between the hours of seven yeah. and seven. Yeah. Uh, how many of these rigs are actually great footballers? Hey, well that's not the criteria. The criteria is just to have a great rig. They can be built like Tarzan and play like Jane for all I care, but they're in the rigs of summer. Well, we do have the list, don't we? When are we sort of crowning the... It's up here, Scoot. When are we crowning the rig of the year? Is that Christmas? Yeah, I think we better do that on yeah. our last show. Yeah. Our rigs of pre-season. Uh, we'll have a podium, maybe a one, two, and three. Yeah, the sure, rig the... of 23... Then you can start the rig of 24 when you come back in the new year. Yeah, I mean, the winner will get a bataki and we'll all be happy. Yeah. It'll be a ceremonial 
Ceremonial presentation. Dance into the future. We're here for Melbourne Airport Parking. Nothing beats Melbourne Airport's terminal parking. You can book online. And I know you're fired up about an issue in cricket that we're going to get to out of 7 o'clock as well. I was uh, fired up as you going down aisle four and getting a 10 kilo bucket of common sense. You, what bothers you more, little. the mower or the front loader? Both. The I don't mower, know. I can't mower, be blamed for the, the front loader. The mower has just put, as they say in the classics, the icing on the cake. SEM Breakfast powered by Kubota. Maybe I need to get a couple of those in the uh, property. New ones. For over 40 the years, machine in. they've been making tomorrow matter, the shaping and building Australia together. I'm a great lawnmower. Summer Breakfast with Sam Edmund and Simon O'Donnell. Yes, indeed. Not a morning goes by when we don't cop. Just the old little clip off the uh, 40 Wings temper text. I did like this one from Richard. Simon, you are a Neanderthal. <laughs> Think of your grandkids. You and your attitude is everything that's wrong in the world. Oh, dear. Sorry. I forgot common sense and logic wasn't good for the world. Riggs of 2023 Just a old fat bloke. <laughs> has to go to the little master, David Taggart. No, Jay and Greensboro Taggart will not be featuring in our Riggs of 23 nominations. But Brad Hill, Roy says, running down North Road Doppler's the other day, looking in tip-top shape. He's a must-watch in 2024 for Scoob's Magnificent Saints. Mm, good work, Roy. Yeah, and we've like already it. got Michito Owens in our, uh, in you our nominations. Don't, I, I'm not part of Rig of the Year. I'm not. You made this up yourself. It has, I think, questionable overtones. <laughs> well, it, again, you're proving yourself to be something of an Neanderthal. You're fitting the script. <laughs> Richard is spot on. He is. Richard's. I. I. I, I think Richard's hit the nail on the head. I think po- possibly best that you know I exit stage door left because <laughs> I'm just. We are who we are. We are. I'm an old are. time fellow who doesn't like to. You know, doesn't like modern things like and a lawnmower Dino. or a washing machine that works. Dino, oh, well, come on, mate. Be fair. Things break down from time to time. Dino and Mulgrave says, though, could your machine uh, not be level? You might need to level it out. I wish it was that Ooh. simple, Dino. I'll have another look again, but I'm pretty sure the feet are all magnificently level. A little level. bit of chipboard under one of the corners. No chipboard. No. You I got just... a bit of chipboard in the shed? Mm-hmm. Oh, proper up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't think that's the, oh, geez, I wish it was that simple. That would be magnificent if it was. Well, and imagine it if it was and I'd gone out and bought a $1,400 washer-dryer front loader. Give it a try. I'd be interested to see how that concludes, you putting chipboard under, you know, a couple of the points, the four points we never, that on the floor. We never got to our best sausage roll definitively yesterday, did we? Well, there's a lot of nominations. Yeah. Massive was. amount of nominations. Should we do that properly throughout the show? We're becoming pretty much a food program. We are. <laughs> Before our eyes. <laughs> Which I'm loving. Josh what Simpson. did you have for dinner last night? Uh, what did I have for dinner last night? I had some crumbed uh, barramundi. Did you have yeah. some crumbed barramundi? It was very nice. Those Japanese breadcrumbs you like? Yeah, the panko. Yeah. Yeah, but at this time, actually, I got the panko. So there's a plain panko, which we've always got. This time, I stumbled across a like a seasoned a lemon and herb sort of panko crumb. Not too overpowering, just enough. Slice of lemon on the side. Uh, nothing too fancy, just some uh, roast spuds and some veggies. But, geez, the barramundi comes up well, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, just yeah. a couple of minutes each side. Magnificent. Naturally farmed or in fish farm? Uh, well, 
Hey, don't let Richard intimidate you, mate. You tell me which way you're going to go. I'm looking at Richard's text. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't know. To be honest, I don't know. But my family they say actually, there's a difference in taste, natural versus farmed. Well, it was. I got it from a fish market, so I'd like to think it was. That doesn't mean anything, though, does it? My family, uh, extended family especially, don't uh, are off the salmon as well. I love my salmon, but with how it's farmed down there in Tassie, mm. there's been books written in on the that. Huon Valley and yes, and it's coloured. It's coloured and Whoa. yeah. The dye Yes, yes. It's a bit messy. Once you read that book, oh, who wrote that book? But once you read that book, apparently on the way salmon is farmed down in Tassie, you're probably loath to go back to it. So I'm a bit scared to read that book. Well, lots of people always say, you know, things go on with chickens, but they seem to keep eating them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is true. Uh, the McCafe Mini today, Damien Fleming is going to join us. Brenton Sanderson. Telgy, I'm looking forward. He's a, he's, he's, he lives down in um, Devon Meadows. He's a pizza shop uh, owner and maker. But he could just be about to become seven figures richer with the Phoenix on this weekend, the world's richest greyhound You know race. why he's a really big chance in the race? Why? Because he knows a bit about dough. <laughs> oh, boom, boom. How good. And didn't get the respect from Coxie that you thought it would. I th- well, he's a bit slow this morning, obviously. Just speaking of uh, soccer and the Champions League on the swan, do you see that Turkish league where the president came out and punched the ref in the face? Unhappy at the, the president mm. of the club. All matches suspended. Yeah. That'd be like... Jeffrey hitting Ray. Jeff Kenner coming out and hitting Razor in the middle of the what MCG. That's extraordinary. And I'll tell you what. You need to calm down. Yes. You see the photo of it afterwards. He yeah. He flushed him. Bulge on the on the cheekbone. He caught him. That was that was a shocker. Take so that's a, the end of his. He's he's done. He'll he'll get booked on and off the field as such. Yeah. Mm. Cheery bye. Some feedback for you on your um, uncomfortable sort of response to the rigs of summer as well. Um, not all of them fit to be read out, but uh, they as as you would expect. Uh, the Melbourne Mavericks are here. Get a Mavs membership today. You can head to melbournemavericks.com. It's time for the news headlines with Nathan Gardner. On the other side of that, we'll bring you a comprehensive sports update. Stick around.